0: Hello, Manchester City fans. We are back with another match day podcast. I hope you're all doing really, really well today. Bit of a mixed day in Manchester today. A little bit overcast, but there's some sunny spells breaking out. Apparently, it's a weather forecast now. This podcast as well. But I like to give you a little bit of a setting and environment um, discussion as well as the game, making it a little bit, a little bit more entertaining here on the Manchester Evening News. But yes, City are in action again in a in a game where you'd look at and you'd think, do you know what. This is comfortable. This is going to be an easy game for Man City. And I'm going to stick my neck out and I'm going to say it will be an easy game for Manchester City. They need to start quickly. Now, what would I look at this week? Well, it'd be interesting in terms of Jack Grealish. He's the one that I'm looking at. Obviously, City are going to be playing midweek as well. Do they need to rest a few bodies for this one. It is perfect for Jeremy Doku to come in, do his thing and just accelerate past the Bournemouth uh, defence, really. You know, you could play on either side in this one, in my opinion. Bernardo, I think, should, is going to feature for this one. It'll be interesting to see the, the double pivot pairing as well. Is Pep Guardiola going to go back to a centre-back, back four? It's going to be fascinating to see in this one, but I'd like to see, see uh, Man City revert back to a centre-back, back four. I think it'll look more solid. I think it'll look more rigid, more structured. And I'd like to see Doku for this one. I'd keep Haaland in, I'd keep Alvarez in as well. But it's going to be fascinating to see. But I think City will get this one done. I'm going to go with a Cushti 5-0 Manchester City win. What we'll do, is everybody, is we will watch, obviously, the game. And then afterwards, we will give you a post-match video, a post-match little bit of audio. Uh, Make sure you check us out on YouTube as well, where you'll see more visual content. Uh, But I'm going to pass you over to Simon Baikowski now, who's going to provide you with a little bit of an extended preview for this one, and we'll see you post-match. Cheers.
1: No midweek game for City this week, so they've had extra time to bask in that 3-0 derby victory over United and prepare for Bournemouth at home today and young boys at home in the Champions League in a few days These two home games, sort of not quite as high profile as United, but City will be targeting them as very important uh, for their trophy hopes, really. Um, You know, in a much better position form wise going into this game than uh, they were before the international break, and that win over United, probably the best performance of the season. Uh, Heavy, heavy favourites against Bournemouth today, but you know, with Guardiola, there will be no room really to uh, underestimate their opponents because if anyone does they can uh, count themselves on being out of the team for a long time to come so everyone involved today there will probably be a few changes rotation with this and young boys in mind Um, and then Chelsea next week away which is kind of the the big one before the international break but today City know they have to be on it, know they can't underestimate Bournemouth despite everything pointing towards uh, a comfortable home win and then they will look to box off Champions League qualification for the knockouts um, come Tuesday. So a big few days here at the Etihad and City looking to continue an astonishing run at home. They've won every home game they've played this year in all competitions, it's 21 currently Uh, joined second at the minute in the all-time list Uh, the current best is um, Sunderland 1892 with 24 so that's the one they're chasing so today we'll get them one step close to that as well
0: well City fans how good was that not a five star performance, a six star performance from the citizens? That was insane. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I got my lineup pretty spot on, didn't I? I was talking about Kovacic, I was talking about Doku, maybe being perfect for this one. That first star from Jeremy Doku was scintillating, one of the best 45 minute performances we've seen. And did it carry on? Of course, it did. He was absolutely imperative in the second half as well, a 9 out of 10 writing that we gave him here on the Manchester uh, Evening News, and him and Bernardo, Bernardo once again everybody, I mean, and we know how good he is, but this guy's form at this moment in time, in the last three or four games has just been unbelievable, and he's looking so good, he's looking so, sort of, Poignant and devastating when it comes to the opposition, those little tricky runs and those little uh, like overlaps and little balls in, in in that sort of trio on that right hand side between him and and Rodri and Walker. He just constantly is moving and it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect for Manchester City. They look very very good at this moment in time and and it started so nicely, didn't it? It was it was a build up and they were just doing what City normally do, which is just you know. Bringing the opponent into it and and saying, look, if if you want to come out to us, we're just going to pass the ball around you. We're just going to pass the ball around you. It's dead simple. And City did that to a very very good level. But the starting lineup, obviously, it, you know, it didn't include Jack Grealish, which I wasn't that surprised on. He's probably waiting for him midweek. You know, it went you know as in him coming into the side in midweek. The four centre backs were the four centre-backs that we were speaking about in the pre-mat, in in just a little bit of a preview there. I didn't think he was going to involve some of the, the the likely candidates that he has been involved in. And there was Ake, there was a Kandiu back who was back into the fold as well, Stones and Walker, and I liked it. It was a good balance, it was strong, it was quick, it was effective, it was efficient. Rodri and Kovacic balanced each other out well. I don't think Kovacic was unbelievable, but neither was Rodri, but they weren't really tested in that midfield. It was, it was Doku, it was Bernardo's game. Haaland substituted, maybe a slight injury there. It was a little bit, a little bit, um, you know, when he was taken off. Uh, we've still got Pep Guardiola's press conference to come, which will be, which we'll give to you after this, everyone. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a little bit when he was taken off. I think everybody was was a tiny bit worried on on that one. Um, but overall, City didn't even need the Norwegian. They didn't need the Belgian as well. We we're talking midweek about. Kevin De Bruyne, but he's not needed. You know, he's not needed in in a ridiculous way. You know, he's going to come back into the fold a little bit later on. We know that. And he's going to give City that new signing feel. But at this moment in time, City are able to cope without him, which is a staggering thing to say. It's a staggering thing to say. Six goals without any contribution from Erling Haaland in terms of goals, and obviously Kevin De Bruyne being absent is 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 one of those things where where City is still it just shows the depth and and what they've got to do you know, midweek is is get the job done against young boys, which we'll be covering here on the Manchester evening news. But overall, um I think a city fan should be just really happy with that. Six goals, six of the best as well. Bernardo, Doku, absolutely superb. Guys, we're gonna pass you over to uh, Pep Guardiola in his press conference right now. Please make sure you leave us a five star rating and we will catch you on Monday with the first edition of the week's Talking City. Congratulations, Pep! Um, first of all, could you just talk through Jeremy Doku's performance because he was too much for both.
2: Yeah, it's not just. Uh, it was not the first time I think this season uh, in game with West Ham was the first game against uh, Fulham was so shy and the uh, West Ham start to show his incredible skills. He played a really good day, and all the games I played here in at home played. Fantastic. He's not just a player one against one or two. He surprised all of us. He's a great footballer. He reads every action exactly what he has to do. Of course, his quality close to the box. Always we talk about that. Go. <laughs> he tried to dribble and go because it's difficult to find a player today with the ability to, to dribble one and two in small small spaces. So maybe he's one of the fastest players in five meters. So it's, it's incredible how he changed the rhythm in five meters. But after that, when he's not able to dribble or do it that, he takes a good decision. So it's, I'm impressed of that. That's why I think a good, great footballer. So, and uh, even defensively, is, uh, when, when he goes against the opponent, he's, he's not be dribble easy. So I'm really pleased, he's just 21 years old, cheeky again, make an incredible action, you know, bring him here. And hopefully, I think he's happy. Hopefully he can be for many, many years. Spoken before about some players take
1: time to get used to the English game. You've talked about him being 21. Are you, are you
0: surprised how no. easily he's adapted?
2: A little bit, I, I'll be honest, a little bit. So always have a nice expectations about him, even create something for our crowd. When he take the ball and goes, everybody's excited, myself too. Oh, something is going to happen and it's happened. And and have this threat up front. Not just Erling, Julian is playing really well, and a feel on the other one is so important. So today Erling didn't play 45 minutes, had his tensions in the score and We were able to score six goals. So it's yeah, it's good. It's really good. Peps,
1: hi Pep. Uh, you mentioned Cheeky then in the one who found Jeremy. Could you tell us a little bit about the story about how you how he came to your attention? How long you've been looking at
2: him? Was this a long-term plan to bring? Into the club. It's the club who bring him. So we spoke during the years or maybe not when Riyadh left and, and Cole Palmer wanna leave, leave yes or yes, even Riyadh left. Okay, they said, okay, we need a, a winger, we have a two or three options, and at the end we decide, the club decide. Chick is mainly with his people. Uh, talking with me, of course, this Juanma, but especially him, decide, okay, this is a guy who, what we need. Can play in both sides, right and left. Um is incredible threat in terms of in five, six meters, one against one. Normally, we play with the teams like said so deep. That's why we need in the sm- plays even smaller spaces to read ability. And he has that. But a part of that, after that, we receive the ball behind with opponents, control the ball, set the ball. Look the the the, the action for the last goal from Bernardo. Go inside, had the vision, have vision. So he's a good football player. So. It's not just one against one, but it's difficult to find today in the world football players, like, dribble. You know, all the managers say, don't lose the ball, don't dribble, pass the ball, don't dribble. The winger has to dribble. <laughs> well, I don't like to dribble 60 meters, ball. Every 80-yard box, take a risk, dribble, it's your talent, and find them, is not, not easy. And they know they have all the freedom to, in that area, take the decision they have to take. But mainly, he, he takes a good decision. Can you just tell us about Erling, the injury? We have a twist, uh, I think. But I didn't speak with the doctors yet. But hopefully, it will not be. we uh, we we'll see next days how how how. Yeah, it's development. Ankle.
1: Uh, Andy. Yeah, but, um, yeah, once again, Bernardo was was outstanding today. Can you say a few words about about his performance? Uh,
2: once again. Once, once again, after last week. You what can I say, Bernardo? Play the holding midfield, attacking midfield the left, uh, can play attacking midfield the right, can play the winger. So the first minutes, the first game, when it would create the problem there with overlap with Kyle, always, you know, has to always make three, delay three or four or five seconds, the action to the right moment, take the action. He made a good shoot after the corner, always I, I push him to, to, you know, to have to score goals. Bernardo, the next step in your career has to score goals. As it scores, we play football, you are an unbelievable player, but you have to win games. And of course, the action for Jeremy was good, but he defined really well. And uh, and the last goal, remember Messi. I saw many times Leo in that position on the ball, how make this chipping. And he did it. So he's an extraordinary player. We can't say more. Just back to Erling, do you think he's going to be available for Tuesday? I don't don't know. I don't know yet. Hopefully. And then, sorry, I'm back to Doku.
1: Um, Iriola was in earlier and he said that Bournemouth couldn't deal with his ability
0: going on either side yeah. I know you've got two players in Phil and Jack who are very good on the weak foot but Doku is particularly good going on his weak side, does it, does it give you something different
2: that you maybe didn't have last season? You're right when you are saying the left side normally there are a lot of wingers that go inside, inside, inside especially this guy uh, really you don't know what he's going to do but now we have to try to convince him he can do it in the right side. His next step, the same in the left perform, no doubt, has to do it in right. And the second half in 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 uh, in the Switzerland against against young boys in right side, he played really good too. And his step, he has to do it because for us it's so important. Have a player like can play in both sides and be so decisive like uh, he's been. Huh.
0: It's, a, it's another Doku question. I know you said you're surprised about maybe his decision making. Are you surprised about how much you can rely on him as a team? Like the Brighton game, the West Ham game, the game today. All of your players, they can give him the ball and something's yeah. going on. Did you expect that to happen when you signed him in the summer? But
2: it's happened. It's a really good question. I'm surprised coming for you, Sam, but No, I would say that uh, this is natural way. So there are rules in a pitch in the football players that is not dictated for the manager or for everything. Why the players pass more the ball for the players? The players are not stupid. They know, oh, we hear the ball there in the final third. We need to create something. (laughs) And giving the ball, even with two players, keep the ball here, turn that and do it. It's natural way. In the training session yesterday or not before, we make a a short competition, a short pitch with Kyle and whatever. And then beat him. So, and that's why when the players see that, they say, okay, I'm going to give the ball to this guy, but maybe he's going to create something. It's natural. It's not, guys, you have to give the ball to, to Jeremy all the time. It's, it's not. It's a it's, it's natural thing. Okay. Did, you, did you expect that to be so natural? Did you expect that development to see that straight away? I, I, I would say the first game I was after my surgery at home against Fulham. I didn't see it and I see him shy, so shy. And we talk about that. Say, you are here. Why, why you are here? Why much the city decide to invest in you with 24-hour to rent the money? And why? For your skills. What are your skills? Mm, dribble, yeah. And uh, aggressive, yeah. I've done it all your life, death? Yeah, do it. And if it doesn't work for the first day, you receive the ball as a fullback. So as a fullback, you don't receive the ball. You're a winger. Winger, what does it mean? Close to the box. We do all the process, when you have the ball, you have one against one. And you got one against two, and three? Depends on you. If quality is strong enough, confident to go one against two, one, three, because he's able to do it, do it. Otherwise, we we're two or three, man, three. And that decision-making is what what I think is is really, really impressed.
0: Well, thank you, Pep. And thank you, listeners, for yeah, coming along with us for this journey. Manchester City 6, Bournemouth 1. We'll be back on Monday for your regular Talking City podcast. A little bit of a preview young boys as well make sure you're checking us out on youtube guys we're not only here on spotify and apple but we're over on youtube make sure you're checking out all the social content from the manchester city manchester evening news and guys we will catch you on the other side cheers